Welcome, my children, to the Dark Chapel. Let's see what the spooky dukes are summoning tonight. Welcome, everyone. Again, we open this week's ritual with our lighting of the candle, if it wouldn't fight me. There it goes. Finally. <laughs> Fuck you, Mitch. And we invite all our listeners and any that wish to come in, all kinds of vibes, to join us. This is Hunter. This is Wesley. This is Garrett. In James. And Garrett is a new... Uh, New Spooky Duke. Yeah. Spooky He's Duke joining us this week, so we'll get some cool stories out of him, hopefully. And then uh, we have a really fun topic lined up. But, Garrett, introduce yourself. Hey, guys. I'm Garrett. Uh, I'm an EMT. I try to help people. I want to be a good person. Mm. Sometimes I'm not, I guess. <laughs> You're unique in this group. Spooky <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no, it's not really. He's also known as no. the Spunky Dunker. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, I just came to hang out. Well, yeah. Decided I was going to be part of a podcast. That's right. Hell That's right. Yeah. At the basement. He's pretty interested in the idea of being a part of a spooky podcast. So I got some spooky curious. stories. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, so um, being in. don't want to hear about your exes. No. Negative. Why would you bring that up? Don't bring Negative the mood down. Sure. <laughs> We're trying we're, to summon good things. We're not going that spooky, James. Yeah, okay. That's what True. I'm saying. <laughs> we aren't summoning hell beasts tonight. But anyway, so like uh, being an EMT, I'm pretty sure that's what based in most of the stories. Uh, no, actually not. This was Ooh. before my time as a EMT. Um, I was still in high school and middle school. This okay. all happened. Um, I'm trying to think here because I've had... I've probably had the out of this this group. I've had the most experiences. Mm-hmm. I've had shadow people, dream weird stuff, physical stuff happen. Like, what's what's the number one most memorable one? Whenever someone's like, "Oh, you got an experience." So this one is this one's more referencing my uh, my buddy Jacob and just kind of a back backstory on him. We've been best friends since uh, middle school. A little bit before that, but anyways, Jacob and I were staying the night at his house together. We were we just got back from hanging out at the parking lot with a bunch of rednecks. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, that's the best place. Uh, that's yeah, honestly I mean, the best where place. else are you gonna get drunk when you're a teenager? You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, anyways, we get over there to his house, and we're you know we'd already seen some pretty weird stuff happen over a period of time. So him and I always slept in this in this bed together, like we were like man spooning. But you know, I mean, do what you need to do for it, warmth, bro. Yeah, your socks no judgment here. You know, yeah, don't push. It back. was all because I was 100 percent terrified to sleep in that house by myself. Fair enough. Couch. Lonely. Like that's you were lonely. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Clarifications here. So this house had prior stuff. Yes. All yes, right. I need yes. to hear about this. All right. So Continue though. Anyways, uh, this one particular instance, I was sleeping on the couch, and this is what terrified me the most about it. Okay. I. Uh, I was sleeping. My head was facing north. My feet were facing south. Okay. And there was a gun cabinet sitting in the corner right ahead, right ahead of me at the top of my head. And uh, we had just got done talking about, you know, crazy weird stuff that's happened in the house before. And, you know, a lot of it came from the uh, 
from his sister's bedroom or something about toys that she had that that had something to do with it. <clears throat> so anyways, I remember I was sleeping on this couch and I hear this weird door just open. And I didn't think it was going to be any of the doors that were in the house because they were a bit heavier, you know. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah, you'd, I mean... It sounded like it had glass in it, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's there's all. a rattle to a exactly. door that has glass. Exactly. So, you know, it started going back and forth a handful of times, and I opened my eyes, and it was the gun cabinet door right above my head. So, so if someone was fucking with you, you'd dude, obviously see them. Hundred percent. Like the TV was still on because nobody wanted to turn lights off in that house. Mm-hmm. You That's know. fair. And, uh, you know, it's just me and him and I think his sister and his little brother were there. I don't think his mom and dad were there. But, mm-hmm. you know, we were already tripping out because of all the crazy stuff that's been happening. So when that happened, I went and jumped in that room and jumped to bed with him, started spooning. I told him what happened. He's like, no. Beer spooning is the best Yeah, Yeah, so me and him, we're facing opposite directions, and, like, our feet are in each other's face, and we're Mm -hmm. just like, you know, if you need to hold my legs, we're good. This is not gay. Not gay at all. Dick to dick. Not gay at all. (laughs) I fear for my life, sir. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, uh, you know, I'll crash out, and then I think we got up. I think it was the next morning we were doing something and he's telling me about uh, about this stuff that goes around the house even more so. And then his mom shows up. We start talking about the stuff, how his sister's involved. And sometimes she's talking about, you know, talking to people in her sleep or referencing people that nobody knows about that are, you know, toys or something like that. Um, probably stuff it, moving or turning on. Yeah, it's very vague what how they described it to me because it was you know pretty you know pretty long time ago. But um, anyways, that very next night, I was at my house and I get a call, uh, get a call about something happening to another friend that had stayed the night at my buddy's house at Jacob's house. Um, so then. I'm sleeping on the couch in my living room and the TV, I had it turned off. I had a fan going. The TV turned off and uh, it's dead silent besides the fan. So anyways, I hear footsteps walking through my house and it's, it's a trailer house. So it takes a lot of, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot to make a lot of noise when you're walking through the house with yeah. the floors in it. Oh yeah. But, um, Sorry, I act like I'm... I'm no, there. you're good. I got <laughs> sidetracked. I'm, I'm a little spaced out. No, dude, you're good. But, uh, Keep going. I woke up to the footsteps running through the house, and then the TV, which was turned off, turns on to a staticky screen. Which is honestly terrifying in the best of times. Absolutely, because you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. In, in the living room with the TV turned off, and it does, you know... And then you immediately went to go spoon your homie again. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm hearing these footsteps still after that, and I'm just like... I don't know what to do, and I didn't know if I wanted to call my mom, you know, because I, yeah. I was so terrified. So what I heard was something similar that Jacob had told me. So then later on that night, I'd seen a light turn on in the uh, kitchen, and I saw something just kind of floating, you know what I'm saying? And it had some sort of face to it. It's good. These levels are good. Well... 
this is pretty similar to what my best friend said. Uh, he had woken up to sitting on top of him prior to me staying the night. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tie it all together. No, no, no. Were you're good, you dude. sitting on top of your friend, or was he no, sitting on top no, of you? No, so, some sort of shadow, something I guess. was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And supposedly Bro, it's, that's it's not what your room. <laughs> I did a really bad job of connecting those stories together. No, <laughs> we get um, But supposedly what opened that gun cabinet is what had Jacob in a paralyzed state. He couldn't move, couldn't really breathe, I guess is the way that he described it. Mm-hmm. But something was sitting on top of him while he was sleeping, and it woke him up, and there was a black face just right in front of him. Fuck that shit. Like, you know. Like immediately. In his grill, yeah, yeah. And so whenever I had experience what I experienced in my house with the TV turning on to the static screen and then the light turning on I saw something floating in the kitchen with a black face like there wasn't any any structure to it at all nah fam yeah so I was <laughs> tripping about that and then I was like you know this is shortly after I watched paranormal activity maybe it's just I'm tripping myself out so yeah so uh couple days later we go back to my buddy's house and i've got another friend with me and we're on it's just us two there like i had to go get some clothes from jacob's house and i was packing a bag i had a he always wore my clothes for some reason but uh, i was packing a bag and the other guy was just coming out of the bathroom i watched him turn the bathroom light off i was like hey dude Uh, you know i had to remind him i was like you know jacob's mom's gonna kick our ass if we don't turn it off so he turned around, and, you know, I watched him turn the light off. Mm-hmm. As soon as he turned back around to walk into the bedroom, the light flashes back on. And I didn't think about it for a few minutes, and I turned back around. I was like, dude, did you really not turn that light off? And he's like, what are you talking about? So I was like, you just watched me. So I was like, this house is, like, creeping me out. We need to get out of here, you know, because the other guy knows about yep. these stories, too. <clears throat> So I finished packing my bag. We're walking out of this out of this room. The light turns off right beside us, like with nothing, nothing there. You know, the doors open. I can see the light switch, and it just flips down. And I didn't see anything flip it down. And at that exact same time, all the glass dishes that were sitting on the side of the sink just fell into the sink, like they were sitting on the counter, with you know a quarter inch, half inch lip with the sink trim. Mm-hmm. And they were like shoved in there. That was like that scared the crap out of me. Nah, dude, 100%. go for it. Like if you got a curse, okay, go for it. We're, we're, we're not PG, bro. Shit out of me, bro. <laughs> like yeah, I ran yeah, out I of that house so fast. Yeah, be free with it. Like that absolutely. would absolutely. <laughs> you be like fucking nope, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was a rough time. Like I, am. I hope I tied those stories together. No, dude, now. you just you just told us a whole lot of info about <laughs> a creepy fucking house. Is what yeah. you did. Yeah. No, that is fantastic. That also actually reminded me of something I don't think I've told a whole lot of people. It's a parking lot story. It's very short, but is very creepy in the time. So I used to have an, uh, my first my first vehicle was an 87 short wide Chevy. Nice. So fantastic. We redid it. Fantastic vehicle. Me and my aunt, she is six months younger than me. Um, we had just gone to see a movie and we were just chilling in my truck. It was Tinseltown. Anyone who knows what t- uh, where Tinseltown is, once it's closed, that parking lot is spooky and barren. Like there is nothing there. It's just huge. So it's a really still night. Like there's, there's notably no wind at this time. And in Lubbock, no wind is 
somewhat of a rarity usually. Usually there's at least a breeze. True. So it was a very still night. And we were talking about some of her experiences, actually. And as soon as the read-up... My my truck is off, by the way. Like, it is off. We're just chilling. Windows are down. That's why we know there's no breeze. Like, there's nothing going on. So as soon as my truck, uh, the read-out on my radio hit midnight, dude, it my truck shook from something hitting it from underneath as if someone, like, rattled the bed. And we both just look at each other and go... Time to go home. Yep. Yep. Right now. Yep. Out. So that spooked the fucking shit out of us. Like it literally, like we both felt it like almost like you went over a speed bump kind of yeah. shake, but it was from below. So, so it's like, nope. Does anybody have a story to add before I go? No, go for it. All right. So there's, do you know where shallow water is? Fuck yeah. I got family over there. All right. So yeah, for out. people that don't know, it's like 20 ish minutes out. Yeah, out by the corn maze. Yep. There's a uh, dirt road that is pretty. It's pretty wild. I don't know what happened out there, but this haunted m- wild. Kind of, yeah, pretty, pretty much so. Weirdly, I don't know most of the haunted stuff that goes on in Lubbock. Like yeah. I know Tech has haunting. There's a couple of haunted houses. And yeah. A few other well, weird areas. Th- there's a. Uh, there's been there was something where the traumatic event happened okay it might not i mean that is a long stretch of road there mm-hmm. it could be dude 84 is a creepy spot. stretch of yeah, road at night it really is dude um anyways what regardless of whatever happened or didn't happen we were sitting out on this uh on this oil plot where they had a pump jack mm-hmm. you know it's where they've got all the caliche on the ground yeah yeah and it's uh, got a, they got a, they have a clearing around yeah them. for for people that don't know it's the is the giant things going up and down, pumping, trying to pump oil yeah. or hit oil. And they've yeah. got a big, what would you say, 100, 200 foot clearing, if it's a big one, yeah. of just nothing. So trucks can pull yeah. in and stuff like exactly. that. They just keep the area clear because of fire hazard. Exactly. Uh, so anyways, we would go out there and, and you know drink beer and hang out, have a good time. Hell yeah. Well, we were all, there was a couple trucks out there this night. We weren't much of us, um, maybe... Seven or eight people. We had enough beer to last an entire night. And somebody had mentioned something about coming out here a night before, before, you know, a week before, like uh, seeing somebody walking around out here in the middle of the night. Ooh. And uh, so we were, you know, like, you know, maybe it's just hitchhikers. There's a lot of hitchhikers on 84 for some reason. Yeah, it's super weird. Like the, the homeless population here is yeah, also wild. It is. It is. Yep. Um, anyways, you know, people think homeless people, hitchhikers, whatever. Well, we're all out sitting on these on the trucks and standing around, <clears throat> and we hear a coyote start yelping as if it were being attacked. Hmm. So we're like, "See, so you're getting into territory I've been researching here lately." All right, Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. So you know, we're thinking, you know, maybe this is an injured coyote that's already been hurt. You know, it's, it it doesn't make anything click to us and then uh this we see kind of a shadow like a figure of a man standing as a car drives by um but it was a side angle of light so we didn't really think anything you know think it was much because it not a lot of people saw Uh it you know so it was just questionable so anyways uh you know we don't hear anything for a while and then we start hearing like things being thrown 
like rocks hitting the ground or, you know, we, we didn't know what it was. So we turned the lights toward where we saw that thing, where we thought we saw it, you know, turn the trucks around, turn the lights on and, you know, that same figure was standing right there. Uh huh. And, you know, by that time the girls, all the guys were getting in the trucks, like we're freaking out, you know, trucks already started, let's get out of here. And, uh, you know, I got in and about the time that we put it in drive, that thing starts walking, you know what I'm saying? Like we could see it, like start hustling towards us. And then we freaked out and started, you know, took off driving. We'd never been back there. But uh, once. Dude, that, that sounds skinwalkery. Dude. Yeah. It's wild. Like I was thinking maybe it is a homeless person. Like if we're about to get robbed or get shot, but you know, when dude, we no, shined the lights, we were, you know, the lights disease. were able to illuminate enough of a figure that we should have seen at least a face. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like it didn't make sense. It was Slenderman. Oh, dude. Fuck Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman's a bitch compared to the stuff I look up. So you said that was somewhat related to what you've Skinwalkers, been Skinwalkers, dude. Yeah. That is very much skinwalkery. Like 100%. So explain to people what skinwalkers are. Okay. So a skinwalker is bad juju at the very least. And I am... That description doesn't fully indicate what it is. So a skinwalker, from what I understand, this is more Navajo, but each uh, Native American tribe kind of has their own variation of it, but the Navajo is the big bad skinwalker. They're called skinny boys for now. So they are shaman that have taken their... What is it? Uh, their, Their steps well beyond the pale, to put it politely. They have committed the ultimate taboo in the society. And that's usually cannibalism. There are a few other ways, like necromantic ways and uh, necrophilic. But traditionally, it's cannibalism. So you do, they do a rite and they do a ritual involving cannibalism to make a pact with demons and dark spirits, stuff like that. So they want like power, immortality, stuff like that. They're called skinwalkers because they take the pelts of animals and steal that magic and form. But it's an incomplete form. So it looks like it, but it acts human or acts very weird. Yeah, it's off. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the, another one is the appellation not deer, not N-O-T. Um, and it's deer-esque, but it's acting weird. It's not a deer. So their proportions will be off. Their mannerisms are very off. If you manage to kill one. Um, or put one down and investigate it, you'll find very odd features like very long uh, predatory teeth in a deer, um, extended necks, they walk weird, their legs are reversed, stuff like that. So, and it's for all animals like canines that are acting very weird, stuff like that. Or um, what is it? Uh, uh, herb or not herbivore, but like uh, prey animals. They're acting very direct. That is extremely odd, like rabbits and stuff like that, staring directly at you and like following you. Um, but skinwalkers also um, whistle. Do not whistle in the woods, by the way. Do not respond to screams in the woods. Do not respond to whistling in the woods. Do not. Res- they'll throw rocks and stuff like that. That's why I say skinwalkers. Also, they appear as odd figures in the distance, and you'll hear they will mimic human speech, but it's off it sounds very modulated like something obviously mimicking human speech like help me help come here and they'll usually be 
the voices of someone you know, which is very strange because they have no reason being there because you're the one who's there. Now, they will they will try and get you to separate from groups and stuff like that, but usually it's after um, uh, individuals who are just in the woods, but never, ever respond back to any of this. Just leave. But another weird thing is uh, their calls. So if you hear the screaming very far away, they're most likely very close. If you hear the screaming very close, they're trying to panic you and make you come closer to them. They're probably very far away, but they're just trying to spook you because you're their prey. Yeah, um, if it sounds like it's far, then they're probably close. But if it sounds mm-hmm. like they're close, then they're really far. Yeah, so they're just trying to spook you out. Um, the There's a few ways, like if you're going to deal with them... Um, Knives and bullets can deal with them, but it's kind of hard unless you treat them in white ash, which I'm trying to figure out if that means literally like pure ash or white ash tree ash. I'm trying to figure that out. But um, there's, there's a few ways. Fire is definitely one of them. But um, Silver is another one, I think. Um, that's more European, and that's been added later, I found out. I did look a little bit more into the lore of it. But uh, skinwalkers are very bad juju. Any kind of screaming you just randomly hear at night and stuff, no, do not go near. Negative Ghost Rider. So it sounds very spooky boy, or very skinny boy-esque. So, uh, but yeah, trying to get your attention like through rocks and stuff like that. And then as y'all are spooked, hustling towards you is a real red flag. So when y'all lit it up like with flashlights and stuff, I assume, and probably the headlights, you couldn't see any features? Nope, it was more or less a silhouette. That's strange. Also, yeah, you that just weren't able to make out any details. That details. <clears throat> How tall was the thing? Mm, I'd give it as that was normal height. I mean, okay. I'd say my height maybe a little taller, like mm. six foot. I mean, it five, looked like ten. it looked like a person. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, they are technically person esque, and right. a lot of times you'll see them. If you see them in human form, they're naked and extraordinarily grimy because they do not bathe. Right. And remember, they're just covered in like old gore and viscera, mm. and uh, they'll be. And they'll have an animal pelt on their back and stuff like that. Right. Uh, Kinky shit, basically. Yeah, you know. I mean, just, they're mm-hmm. down for a good time. Mm-hmm. They um, could be really like into it furries, which at that point we need to... I don't think they're furries, <laughs> to be honest Order with you. Order 66. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. But, um, dude, that's, a, that's just spooky. It's pretty slick. I that can is, drop you the pin for where that was. Dude, that would just be fun to go back to at some now, point. one thing that with all of us and just see if something's think out I'll there. I'll go back. I don't think so. Dude, the, the thing four I of us the other go. day though is, you know, I wonder, does anybody know what year glasses were invented? Because yes, can you imagine the Chinese how did big of a fact or how big of a role that played before? Probably, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, you would just kind of yeah. die because you couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not even necessarily that. No, like, yeah, so that's what me, happened. For instance, me, for instance, no, because I'm not like super blind, but I have a harder time making details. But so you couldn't work well. You couldn't hunt. You couldn't see stuff like you couldn't see plants super well. What good are you? You would starve. I would definitely say that I could do all of those things. It's just that the, the detail is slightly better with my glasses on. But what if you fuck up? I mean, like no, people well, like glasses improved. people. Yes. yes, they did. I'm not saying that they didn't. But I also think that the idea of like. The animals looking off, right? What if somebody that needed glasses without knowing it fucking saw an animal and was like, "Man, that looks weird from the distance." Yeah, like but, they then, were but I bet you people with distance. better sight was with them. Sometimes and 
I bet you someone with better eyes was with them because the best eyed people were the hunters. It'd be hard to have somebody with everybody who has impaired vision has somebody else with good vision holding their hand. I'm not sending blind Jim to go shoot something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. No, but that doesn't mean that somebody couldn't be in the woods while they were hunting by themselves and that they thought that they saw something. Mm -hmm. No, that's that's 100% very, very plausible. Yeah, so I'm not saying that is what happened, but I'm also thinking like, damn, that could have been a factor. But you've got it now where people can like prove it. Mm-hmm. And we have like glasses, you know, contact lenses and stuff like that. And you're still getting reports of mm-hmm. that thing. Yep. So that leads me to believe there is something weird. But you also do have chronic wasting disease, which is terrifying in and of itself. To be honest with you, that is oh, yeah. the zombie deer disease. Just uh, fucking necrotic flesh and everything, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, just, they're wasting weight, and that's from terrible hunting practices. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Like, chronic wasting disease is just wrecking deer. So how is it affiliated with hunting, or like, why is it? Okay, so chronic wasting disease is a prion disease. Prions are in the brain. Um, it's also what, so, okay, it's what caused mad cow disease and it causes madness in people as well. So any kind of prion disease causes your own brain to just break. Like yeah. it, it eats itself is what it is. So if you're going to do cannibalism, this is a tip, don't eat the brain. You can eat the, eat the meat. They're not found in the meat, but uh, they are found in the brain. And prions are able to survive 5,000 degree heat um, directly. They are able to survive any temperature we can throw at them in the oh, yeah, negatives. There were monkeys that used to eat other monkey brains because of that, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but no, it, no, you no, have to eat a lot about. of it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, um, but, but I guess my question is because I, I figured all that because it's like they're eating. But like, how does that? Was that have to do with hunting exactly? So okay, the reason so with mad cow, it's the same thing with mad cow. The reason we got mad cow disease, remember that scare a while back? Everybody remember that? Where you couldn't eat beef or like Mm -hmm. verify where your beef was coming from? Still Mm -hmm. ate beef. So what they were doing was they would take all the offal and bones and they would grind them up, mush them up, make it a dry meal, right? Mm -hmm. And then feed it back to the cows. Well, what's going back in there is the brains. Yep. So all those prions or prions, it depends on how you want to say it. I think it's prions, were put back in and again, it's... uh, uh, involuntary cannibalism mm. for the meal because it was actually it's like protein and other nutrients that you're just you're trying to recycle as much as possible cool it's the brain part so they stopped doing that because the prions were making cows literally go insane and violent that's what mm-hmm. it was and they would stop eating and it would ruin herds mm-hmm. and it's weirdly communicable I believe mm-hmm. um so that happened. The way it happens with deer, and I haven't listened to this in a while, so I, there may be a couple of details that I'm leaving out. But so whenever you harvest a deer, right, mm-hmm. there are remains that you leave in the field. Right. Or if you take it home and process it, there are still remains. The brain, because I don't think there's many br- deer brain recipes out there. Like you but people, t- <laughs> people, yeah, people don't tend to eat the brain of the deer. Like if they shoot it in the head and some brains are left, they yeah. would just... Well, that's fine. Because that's that's absolutely fine. for even what would be considered herbivore to eat meat, right? There's actually yeah, there tons of opportunistic. Video of like, yeah, there's tons yeah. of videos of like horses or everything eats eating. Meat. Everything eats meat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Everything eats protein. So what happens is, is not actually that. Uh, that is some of, that is some mm-hmm. of it. What it is, is those remains get left out and uh, it'll be in like landfills and stuff like that. They don't properly dispose of the, uh, the brains and the bones and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the, 
it gets on the grass. Oh yeah, I was about from, to say from yeah. just all that, like the blood and all that. So the way it communicates over is it. I mean, you can't bury. You had to bury 000. them. You had to bury them like fifteen feet for it not to mess with the soil and the plants. Damn. So they end up eating the matter that's on there, and again, it's involuntary cannibalism. Yep. So they get the prions that don't die. Like they have a thousand year lifespan. Jesus. Like there, there's nothing that kills prions that we figured out. That's why they're terrifying. That's why this is so terrifying. Mm-hmm. And they get chronic wasting disease and then it continues to spread throughout the herds. In some areas, uh, I was listening to the, the leading um, dude on this. The, in some areas, literally flip a coin and that's the odds that the deer you just shot has it. Damn. Wow. That's how bad it is. And it's terrifying because it will decimate populations. If you look them up, you can see where you get Wendigo. Ooh. Like that's, that's how bad they wither. That's where the not deer comes That's in, wild. but like, but also like with not deer, like it's another one of those things. Like you shoot a deer, and it feels like there are snakes moving under its skin. So the not deer kind of covers a lot oh, of yeah, different things, muscle, but mm-hmm. but from far away, they also act differently. So you can see where chronic wasting disease mm-hmm. could lead to that kind of uh, uh, cryptid and legend. Oh, lore. I've even seen I've even seen videos of where like uh, uh, say like I think it was a uh, an arrow. That didn't get removed. That was in a deer. Yeah, like it, it wandered off. It was, yeah, the bone grew around it. So no, yeah. no, 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 no. Worse than that, the flesh got infected, and I saw a picture of it to where like the flesh was actually wasting away as the deer was still up. It's in necrotic. The yeah, yeah. yeah no, so I'm like all that necrotic. stuff. Yeah. yeah, like all that stuff leads to that. But you you understand where you can get like if someone doesn't understand it and they saw something weird just all of a sudden, but you also get like there's reports of deer just standing up. On two legs. Yep, I've seen which that. Which is super weird. But that's also like how they fight sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But like, if it's just walking around. Yeah, that's whenever ooh. they're bucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be around it. But yeah, skinwalkers are a terrifying concept, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Because they also like to uh, fuck with you hard. Mm-hmm. Like at your house and stuff like that. They'll also start fucking with like your family and all that stuff. And they'll hang around your neighborhood. They're very vindictive. That's why I don't, you don't, you don't say the Navajo word of them, their name in Navajo. I don't know what it is, so I'm not going to say it, but skinwalker is safe because it's the English translation. So it loses a lot of that energy. So, but skinny boy gets even further. Mm -hmm. So I like saying skinny boy, (laughs) skinny Mm -hmm. boy, those skinny boys. What else you got? Um, if I may, Mm -hmm. um, so last, last time we were talking about, um, like isolated places and kind of like yes. scary places that are like isolated. And we're talking about Mount Everest. Yeah. Well, I was coming across this story about this guy who may have touched the summit of Mount Everest, but they do not know if he did or not because he died and they don't know if he touched it because they found his body like years, years later mm-hmm. and they found mm-hmm. some evidence on his body to, you know, that suggests that he may have touched the summit, but they don't know for sure because you know, it's been so long. So this guy's name is George Mallory and he was leading expeditions to Mount Everest and he was really wanting to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so I guess what the thing about Mount Everest is there's kind of like a zone area where oxygen levels go down like hard. Mm-hmm. So once you kind of go past this, you can't, take in enough oxygen to keep your body alive. Yeah, it's just physically not. It's why you can't get rescued by a helicopter as well. There's just not enough oxygen to move. Yeah. So I guess, so what people do, what 
they were kind of figuring out what to do to mitigate this was to bring up like oxygen packs. Yep. So they were doing these expeditions to get up there and George Mallory had made several attempts and expeditions to go up Mount Everest and try to reach the summit. And, um, um, so his last attempt, he, um, went up there and I think there were certain plans that he kind of made an audible for and he kind of changed them up. So he, changed his plan to like bring the guy that had like, that was the expert in oxygen in the group as opposed to like people who are more experienced with climbing because this guy, George Mallory, he was like top of the line, like climber. Like there are certain like, yeah, it's like scuba divers. There's certain and skydivers. There are certain levels. You have to have like certain types of climbs, like a mount by yourself and stuff like that. Guided ones. You can kind of grade a person basically, like people have certain grades of like their level of climbing, basically. I've reached the top shelf of the grocery store. I'd say I could do it. <laughs> yeah, I could probably climb Mount Everest. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I guess the what the what we know, or kind of what we know, is that when they were going up, the two of them, George Mallory and um, this other guy. Let me. I had his name just a second ago, but um, Irvine. His last name Morge Gallery. <laughs> Morge Gallery. Um, but yeah, the, the the other guy that went up with him was named Irvine. And so while they were going up, I guess he was telling them kind of where they were going to be at what time, mm-hmm. kind of essentially. So this guy with a camera, I think, or a telescope or something, was like looking up at this spot, and he said he saw two figures going up this up this certain part of the mountain. There's kind of like a certain ridge where there's like a first step, a second step, and like I think a third step. Mm-hmm. And so where he thought they thought they were was like at this like second step climbing up. And like it was like a five minute window where he saw them and then like the clouds just kind of went over mm-hmm. and they disappeared. And that was the last time anyone ever saw the two alive. Damn. So but they were watching him and I guess they never came back down, obviously, because, you know, they I both died. fallen, honestly. Um. And that's a huge, that's a huge risk. Like something just mm-hmm. giving way and you are bugged. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't um, until like, so they did this, I think, what was the year? 19, sorry, I have it here. They they did this on 19, in 1924. That was when this happened. Damn. Almost a hundred years ago. Yep. Yeah. Actually, that is coming up on a hundred years. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and... The guy that the first guy that has been recorded to make it to the top in the early 19th century was I had it here in a second. Uh, I think it was 1953. Yeah, 1953. Edmund Hillary was the first person to be recorded to have reached the top. So, so the guy who did actually the guy who's like known to reach the Mm -hmm. mountain Mm -hmm. might've been, was like 25 years later, but he may have been second. But I mean, I guess some people, some people argue that coming down to alive is an important part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that should be, I think there should be posthumous and survivor levels. Cause if someone like made it to the top and died, you know, after making it the top. Actually, like, no, I would say it's probably best to not have two separate categories because then I could definitely see people going up there and then planning on dying. <laughs> like, and just like, that's kind as of long as I, I made it. I could definitely see some people doing that. But anyway, so, I, but, but I think what's crazy to me is like this idea of like 
no one knows if he made it or not. And there are, uh, there's evidence that he did. And so, um, this guy, so they found his body years later and on his person, they found several things that this selfie with him at the top of the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's pretty good evidence. They, they found his, we don't know yet though. They find his iPhone point zero two. <laughs> yeah. They find the prototype for an iPhone. <laughs> it's a brick. It's actually yeah. a Nokia 7,500. <laughs> and they looked in the, they looked in this, uh, he actually point. has the world record for snake. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Anyway, so on his person, he always kept a, a photo of his wife on there. Uh-huh. And he planned on leaving the photo of his wife on the top of Mount Everest whenever he got there. And that wasn't on his body when they found him, like years later. So years yeah, later, so they found his body. It was, it was completely bleached really? due to the sun because the sun, oh, I guess, rays, yeah. you know, hit him. And he was completely yeah. bleached, completely mummified. Mm-hmm. And um, he also had... Freeze dried jerky. Um, I think they also they also brought a camera up there. Oh, so you know, obviously they're probably planning on taking a picture of them reaching the summit. Mm-hmm. But Hopefully the camera wasn't on his body. Oof. They so they found Mallory, the mm-hmm. guy, the main guy, so Irvine. They, they both died on they that both died. summit. But they did not find. They have not found Irvine yet. The second guy that went up there, he is still missing. Yet he got him. Yeah. So, Which is also a fascinating topic. But they have, so they haven't found him. So they're th- suspecting that maybe, you know, they, ha- they hand, because he, he, I think he was the one kind of in charge of the camera, but he may have handed it off to Irvine mm-hmm. at some point and no one's found Irvine. And Kodak itself, who made this camera, have specific instructions for if they find Irvine's body, what to do with the photos. <laughs> to Dude, like I would test. hope that they would fly someone up there to grab it and right. the person. Yes. Well, it's just like crazy that. Those photos, if the, you know, if they develop those photos, it can be proven that he did reach the top. Just a lot of dick pics in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they rub their dick on the snowman with dicks. Yes, yes. And there's a yeti. And then a second thing that they suggest that they figured might be um, a reason why he may have reached the top was because um, whenever you're up, you know, in snow and stuff like that, it, it's easy to suffer from snow blindness, which is yep. basically just mm-hmm. like this. The sun reflecting off the snow into your eyes and the UVs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Eventually, if you without protection, you can go kind of blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's why it. I'm, it's literally why sunglasses were invented. But it's what happens with wow. skiers a lot of times. So, and he and same thing can happen from a, staring at a copier. By the way, hmm. if you have that open and you watch the light, it's same thing as snow blindness. It's an incredibly bright light burning out your retro wow. retinas. I've never known wow. anybody to do that. Well. How, I would assume when a copier has was invented the first time, uh, someone just like putting their face just right up on it. Think about it. Think about it. Just to kind of meander for just a second. If you like, if your job is making copies a lot, and it's co- the light coming out from underneath it, that's snow. That's light damage to your eyes the entire time because it's incredibly bright. Yeah. So that's what it's doing. That's so people spooky. who copy stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a work hazard. It legitimately is a work hazard. You wouldn't download a car, would you? Yes, <laughs> because that's what people with 3D printers are actually doing. <laughs> nice. Someone has done that. But uh, going back to... Um, Sorry, yeah, Mallory. That, was, that was just an aside. No, yeah, that's was good. Um, Thank you for the info. You're welcome. <laughs> that was a spooky fact. So he did not... He wasn't wearing his glasses and they were in his pocket. He weren't, wasn't wearing... So they suspect... 
that, you know, he got above the snow line because, uh, and another thing that's kind of weird is the timeline of like, people kind of don't believe the guys like eyewitness account of where they were on the mountain. Like they don't, they think that he may have been mistaken exactly where they were. Cause if they, if they were at a certain point, then it would have been forever before they went up there or actually made it to the top. And also there's this point, which is called the second step, which they didn't know until years later how actually difficult that was. And especially since his like partner wasn't as skilled in climbing as he was, they don't even know if the, like, the main guy was as skilled to like climb the step. And years later, that part of the mountain, Chinese ex- like people who like Chinese expeditions went up there. They just fucking left a ladder up there. <laughs> There's like hell yeah. <laughs> they're just like they're leaving. like fuck this shit. Yeah, let's let's just yeah. I just can you imagine like carrying a ladder up Mount Everest and like all right, leaving that there. <laughs> yeah. Batman's entire mission fun. was a success. I made fun of Lee for bringing that, but mm. damn, <laughs> um, ladder was helpful. So there's that, and that's why that's another reason why they kind of suspect that maybe Dins like there's no way, but you know they maybe might they might have anyway, and um, but anyway, th- so those glasses they suspect that whenever he died or whatever happened, or they might have they might have ha- died in the dark, like yeah, they probably took off his goggles because you know you know because he didn't need them at night, uh-huh. he needed to his vision. Or whatever. So that's another the reason why they suspect he might have touched the mountain, and then that he was coming back down mm-hmm. when they died. And they also found out like so they kind of like kind of know more or less how he died too. So around his waist, like there's bruising, like from some sort of like so they were thinking that they were tied together. Both Mallory yeah. and Irvine were tied together, and so he had bruising around the waist that so they think they might have fallen. Mm. and mm-hmm. got the bruising and then he was kind of sliding down this mountain i guess he had this like puncture on his head he hit a rock what they think is actually he had this pick and it, it like he was like they said think that while he was going down that he, he was tried like to get traction and slowing it trying to slow down his descent down the mountain with this pick that he had uh-huh and then that he the pick hit the rock, and that he yeah. smashed himself in the head with the pick Oof. due to the force of it. And well, could you imagine if he wasn't the first person sliding, the first person sliding, watching a die going, fuck. Yeah, like the other guy being like, oh, damn. Oh, fuck me. Which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy to me because they found him, Mallory, but they don't know where Irvine is. Like, was For Irvine them? still alive after that, or did he die before I'm, that? I feel like Irvine did survive and if they found his body like in state, like, you know, it was put to the side. Mm-hmm. He did. And he tried to get down alone. And again, you said he wasn't as skilled, right? Right. Yeah. Was so he got lost. Yeah. Yep. And that could or again, he fell off something. Yeah. Or. But no one knows. And also, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, and I think they're probably running low on oxygen, too. So no mm-hmm. one knows exactly. Yep. You know, because those oxygen tanks only hold so much and they were using that to get up. And and they don't even have good oxygen tanks like we had now. Right, right. And also that, like, it's like I'm not just sh- a bunch of balloons. And I'm not <laughs> and I'm not sure exactly how long, how much oxygen they had. But they said, think that they brought up like five canisters up there. I think they've they've only found like a few of them. I think there's one that at least one that's missing or two or something. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. They sold it for drugs. <laughs> yeah, to the to the to Yeti, the Yeti. Yeah. that good snow that got some ice. <laughs> anyway, 
I guess I don't I don't remember the exact detail on that part, but um so yeah. But I mean, could you imagine climbing down alone? Right, yeah. That would be Bro. I mean, even like cuz and they suggest that cuz like probably what they should have done or, or I don't know is you know, if you know that that your time is running out, you should just turn back. Yeah. Right? Cuz the time that they thought that the guys thought, thought that they were going over, you know, was yeah, but none of us are here to be quitters, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, you know, people suggest something like this, or there's this thing that's been reported, reported, or like thing that people who have reached the mountain summit, like, because these days, like anybody who has the money can actually go up, pretty some, much. Some like eighty year old man has reached mm-hmm. the mountain. <laughs> It's, it's not what it once was, no. Correct. Yeah. And people know the ultimate, Technology. you know, the optimal route and stuff like that. And I don't think they were really so much to taking the point that it's route. degrading. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're actually, they're actually harming it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The yeah, pathway, started, like, they've actually had to, break to teach down. for different people. Wow. Yeah. And there's a weight limit now, too, which is fucking hilarious. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. They had a bunch of fat people trying to go oh, up there and then fat. they just couldn't you're go. You're too fat. Yeah. Like, go they back were now. Turn I remember there were, uh, there was actually one dude that got turned away because they were worried about one of the lighters just collapsing under him. They were like, no, you can't. I bet cross Michelle Obama others. had her hand in that. Right. <laughs> Abandon all snacks. Yee-hoo. Oh, you so fat. Abandon all snacks. who enter. Yes. But oh, we not bring McDonald's here. Mm-hmm. I guess like, like the whole like idea of someone having reached the, like someone first, like no one will ever know. Until yeah. the, someone finds that camera and yep. like develops a film and mm-hmm. it actually comes back. Like if it's good. intact. Yeah, if it's intact and if it comes back and you can see it. And I don't know. I just find that. It's just broke back Himalayans. And, <laughs> and also, so it wasn't until 75 years after he was de- dead. So he's been dead yes. on the mountain for seven, 75 yeah. years when they found him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just find that crazy. Oh, like, yeah, dude. And which, you know, I think there have been like Chinese expeditions like that have gone up that have reported, like they reported that they, Yeti. where they saw. Yeah, Yeti. I guarantee there's but a lot of Yeti sightings. The bodies and who they suspect, they suspected probably, I think they might, they might have seen Irvine, but they don't know for sure. Guarantee you he's or in an exactly. unrecoverable spot. Yes. Maybe. I mean, especially if it was somewhere along the trail, like what if yeah. what happened was, is that uh, Mallory ended up getting further down the trail than he did. And Mallory was actually trying to get down by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like maybe like Irvine got lo- like kind of fell off at some point mm-hmm. or. Yeah. But I don't know. I just find that whole idea of kind of going up the mountain and then having to like work your way back down in like the dark. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also. Uh, well, we should have just turned the light on. Yeah. Why didn't he <laughs> just follow a map? Where's his um, flashlight? <laughs> yeah. No, another one. Uh, if we're talking isolation stories, if y'all want to. I don't know. So does isolation fuck with anybody no, in here? Really. Like being Darren. all alone and... Nah. So like that doesn't... I like being in the wilderness and just not having people Solitude around me. Solitude is our friend. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. No, okay. So there's a hiking trail in Japan. Wesley, you may or may uh, not know yeah, about this. The Bamboo Fuji. Forest. Yeah, Mount Fuji. The, uh, Good Rock and Fake Good Rock. Uh, I guess I don't know exactly. Okay, so this is this, this a, is, a, is this a suicide forest? No. Okay, this is this else. is a path you don't hike if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, so this is and not it kills people a lot. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Um, 
So there's this bamboo forest and you walk down this valley and there's a point where you get into this really heavy bamboo area. Nothing differentiates itself. Even from above, you can barely make anything out. It's like literally a sea of bamboo. But there's a rock along the path. It's a very large rock. It's pretty much the only landmark. It's kind of roundish and like rock-like. It's called Good Rock. If you find that one, you're on the correct path and you're supposed to go like right. You're supposed to go right or left. There's a, a distinct direction to get out of it safely. Problem. There's a second rock that looks almost exactly the same called Fake Good Rock. If you take that one, it'll seem like you're going out of the forest. It'll actually drop you in a valley with with cliffs. Oh, shit. <laughs> cliffs. No way to get back, and it's almost inescapable. Damn. Good and I rock. heard a so, harrowing story about a dude who got lost in there, and they found his they found his a voice recorder from the it was in the eighties. They found a voice recorder, and it was his like it was detailed the last moments, like he saw helicopters looking for him and stuff like that, trying to yell out and damn. like being very very slow and enunciating in Japanese. It's me. I'm lost. I need help. Damn. Oh my God. It is one of the spookiest things to hear someone recording their last moments. And they think what happened was he, he was trying to get out by himself. Mm-hmm. And so he started climbing down and got on a, a an outcrop. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get back up and couldn't go down. I hate whenever I can't. So you've heard this thing? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so I heard, I heard about, I heard about this uh, from Mr. Ballin YouTube t- uh, channel, which I highly recommend. His is so good. Now, what is an outclock? Out, outcrop, yeah. An outcropping of rock, it's like, so like you have a cliff, mm-hmm. it's a ledge, um, an outcropping. Okay, okay. So that's what that is. I mean, I appreciate, but yeah, it's um, it. I think the the video is do not hike this path. Do not hike this path. Yeah, okay. but it's the Mister Ballin page, and I love listening to his stuff. He mm-hmm. he updates a whole lot, and he does a lot of spooky stuff. But uh, there's also another thing called Missing Four One One. It's a book series. Of like notable disappearances and stuff like that. If we're talking about isolated stuff, forests are horrendous. No, what's terrifying is the amount of human abductions here in America. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. It is spooky. While it is spooky, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into human trafficking. I am terrified for myself. No. Well, you're also tiny and the size of a little girl. Definitely. <laughs> if you'd add some pounds, you'd be less kidnappable. Mm-hmm. So when you say you're not like freaked out about being isolated, like to what degree? Like I feel like maybe at so, like at some point you would be like, hell no, nah, I'm not going. Well, there's also a point where if someone can't <laughs> get to you, it's to not survive. really your problem anymore. Either you'll survive or you won't. Yeah, yeah but isolation doesn't freak me out. I can be alone. I've been, I've done I do stuff alone, literally my entire time. It doesn't bother me for no one to be around me unless I absolutely need help now if i snap my leg yeah then it bothers me mm-hmm. we right. have a problem yep but i think i think for me it'd be more the fear of something happening to you and not <laughs> having anyone be able to help you but mm-hmm. if you're also putting yourself in those situations you should have the skill and the knowledge to be able yeah. to deal with most of that and get yourself out Correct. and usually the tools and preparation i mean if you're getting yourself in those situations okay. then yeah but okay. then if you happen to find yourself in that situation then <laughs> But let's put let's let's do it this way. Your house is super isolated. Yeah, it, it is. Like if you had to walk, that's more than an hour's walk. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, yeah. it's probably what thirty minutes to get to the main road. If you're just walking, yeah, yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've walked around that house, like the like the dirt roads along that house, and it. I mean, it takes more than an hour to go just a like a full mm-hmm. circle. That's what I'm saying. You're going straight. Like so two you, hours or three. You are very isolated. Yeah. That would freak people out, but those are. Those are farmer's fields. Yeah, yeah. That is a form of isolation. I've actually been in the New Mexico mountains 100% isolated. There's no way I could hike out if I didn't have roads. I guess... I've 100% been in... If I'm alone and something happened, fucked. Yeah. Well, I was thinking when I was... And I enjoy that area, by the way. And I was just kind of like kind of wanting to do something, kind of get some exercise. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just walk around kind of this area... And I didn't really know how long it'd take me, and it took a little bit longer than I was expecting. But then I thought at some point, it's like, because even if it is just like farmers' fields and stuff like that, it's like the coyotes and stuff like that kind of now, roam coyote, now. To be fair, coyotes will not attack humans usually. It has to yeah. be very bad for them to make a move on a human, right? Um, but but again, like skinwalkers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, skinwalkers yeah. terrify me. And I think there could be some situations where, and like. Especially if they're like rabbit yeah, or something if like. You give, if you give a coyote a chance, like you're turning your. If back you give a coyote a cookie, and then yeah, yeah. it will like, ask for no, a glass of your blood because it'll definitely, if given the opportunity, like if your back is turned to it, you're not paying it no attention or whatever. Then yeah, they'll definitely try to come up and try to bite the shit out of your leg or something like that. Maybe they're actually very, they're very, very cowardly. There'd have to be mm-hmm. quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. But again, that's why we have guns. Yeah, and Wes, we need to talk about it at some point. Preparation gear. You're gonna mm-hmm. do that, yeah, yeah. Definitely have at least like a knife. You need a doomsday bunker. <laughs> yeah, you just need a shotgun. <laughs> right. from the Bam. Just from the coyotes. Yeah, like prep from. You need five inch steel walls mm-hmm. to keep the coyotes out. That's right. And just because they speak in Jonah's voice, just because <laughs> they're double docked with leather or leather uh, lead too. Yeah, yeah, you're good. You yeah, they're lead leather, lined. <laughs> leather lined armor. It's very warm so, in there. Yes. Why is the leather sweating? <laughs> Ew, that's weird. But, um, man, that would be strange for the skinwalker to be like talking in Jonah's voice. <laughs> Open the door, Wesley. Jonah, I know that's not Jonah. He doesn't go outside. You have picked the wrong voice. You want to play Eve online? <laughs> Let me in. I need to raid. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I don't know. Now, I iso- okay, isolation in the water is automatically... You're Fuck fucked. You. That's automatic. No, I, I'm just saying, like, no, the I people know. who are in, like, shipwrecks, you're automatically mm-hmm. fucked. Mountains, you have a slim chance. Mm-hmm. Forest, slim chance, mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. The plains, really good chance of yeah, living yeah. on that one. I don't know of many people who've been stranded in the plains. <laughs> I mean... Now, I mean, currently, currently. It'd be... If you were missing and people kind of knew where you were and you were just in an open field, just imagine how that easy would, it would be now, to like corn fly fields. a helicopter and be like... Cornfields would be fucked up. Yeah. I've been, like, I've walked... People I've, who are in Nebraska are still trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've walked through like a full cornfield basically like because I was working on a, a a sprinkler system or whatever. Hiding a body? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got one. I watched a TikTok of some people who were corn farmers, right? Mm-hmm. And they constantly had people doing weird shit in their corn. And the dad finally got the fuck tired of it because mm-hmm. I think there was a bonfire out there. Oh, shit. Corn corn is legitimately a scary thing because there's mm-hmm. so much noise. It's just white noise and you can't hear things. Yep. And it's just 
It's, mm-hmm. it's the sameness in every direction. There's no mm-hmm. indicator of anything. Mm-hmm. And you're also, you're not taller than the corn, so you can't yep. really see over it. Wheat would be fine. That still, like, small things could get past you, but whatever. <clears throat> anyway, he's walking. This is dead ass at night, right? And he's just got his phone light and recording. Mm-hmm. He keeps hearing people, like, moving around him, right? And he comes up on someone. And, again, this is a visual. This is a visual on a radio thing. So, they're... So, imagine... Y'all are looking from behind me. So my back, they're just hunched over like this with their head down. And he's going, hey, you, I see you. What are y'all doing? And he comes up and like pushes their shoulder and they just scramble off. And he, <laughs> he did the smartest thing I've ever watched. He goes, fuck this. No. Mm-hmm. And starts going right back to the house. Yep. Automat- and it's like a teenager. And it's like, mm-mm, seen this movie. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> no. There are, I don't know how many of you are here, and that was spooky. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Yeah, uh, I didn't bring have a gun. gun the entire time. Exactly. You bring big gun. I don't know why people decide to go into cornfields without a gun. Uh, in the daytime, no less. Mm-hmm. Especially during the daytime. That's whenever you need it the most. Right. Uh, and especially when something's screaming, help me. Nobody no. ever expects the Spanish Inquisition in the cornfield. They don't expect me either. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like like stuff like that. Like isolation is a terrifying concept, and there are so many places that people can get isolated that you don't think about it. Like even in like at night in the city or on uh, by your house. Like all this, if mm-hmm. no one's out, you're isolated. I think the isolation more depends on survivability, right? Like how yeah. likely you are to survive in the search in this in to, for search and rescue to find you. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, or, not only that, just I guess like yeah. Well, it's like if you're in a dangerous situation. How likely is it I'm going to get help? I guess and that's cell phones kind of, do mitigate a lot of this, but yeah. in a lot of areas you don't have cell phone reception, right? <laughs> like yeah. once again, mountains getting 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 stuck somewhere in the 90s, man. You're just oh, saying. dude, that's when people died a lot. <laughs> Nebraska. So opposite <laughs> of isolation, what do you think about mass population? I prefer not to be in crowds, just yeah. because there's a lot that goes on. I fucking hate them. I'm fine with it. I like I always wear headphones and just kind of <laughs> right. go about my day, but I'm also uh, not doing anything yeah, to I don't attract much attention. Care for crowds. For some reason, I have I have weird dreams about like zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. where I'm like fighting off zombies with guns and shit. Dude, that's mm-hmm. nothing. That's a like, fun like, dream. That sounds you know, like a fun dream. It's like whenever COVID became a thing and people started becoming scared, I was like, dude, this is it. Like. My dream is coming true. You know, I was waiting this for it nice. to happen. <laughs> I'd catch myself daydreaming about like me living on my farm out. You Man, know. somebody's eyes start bleeding. I'm going to town. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm yeah. done. So when you say overpopulation, you mean a Travis Scott concert? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it yes. is. Yes. Dude. But it's also but weird when people that- are like, I would rather be around people. Hell no. That's when you get problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. If no one's around, it's nice. Exactly. What is it that one quote from Men in Black? A person of smart people are dumb. Yep. yep. A, cra- a crowd. Uh, the more people are there, the more stupid you'll get because yeah, sure. you'll hesitate and you'll second guess yourself into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. You will get fucked up in a crowd on your own. Every time. You only depend on yourself and you're great. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. more than five people is a terrible thing. Four. Okay. There's four of us. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. See, yeah, watching yourself. I, I would depend on, like, in this group, we could do well. Mm-hmm. We would have a squad. We could squad up. More than this, it's a problem. Squad. Period. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about like a zombie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What's ideal place you'd like want to start in a zombie apocalypse? Okay, I'll be right back. House. A house. Your house. You my know house. your house. Me. Your house. house would be great. Okay. Like, but 
the house you live in is the best because you know the weaknesses and like all your entry points. Uh-huh. And to be fair, you know everything you have in that house and you can prep, you know your angles and stuff like that. But wouldn't there be like better places? To I like- think I'd start mobile. You can, but the problem is you want it. Honestly, you want everything to calm down a little bit. The first week is going to be the roughest. Everything's going to shit, right? So yeah. why would you want to be out where all the accidents are happening? Stay home. And then afterwards, go around. I guess my my issue, like say, so you'd want to start here in your own house. Ideally, more out. Away from the population center. So you'd want to have a house that was somewhere else. Like yours. Is what you're saying. So yeah, yeah like mine. Like so yours, because like, you can watch everything. Yeah, you're you out can and see open all field. your approaches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one really thinks about you. Yeah. Except probably your friends and family. But uh, you can easily keep them out. Because <laughs> it's not yours, it's mine. Yeah. Um, and honestly, your house would be pretty easily barricadable. I th- well, no, actually, I take we it back. Make you have a moat. lot of windows. You have a lot of windows and doors, dude. If it if it rains a lot, we can basically just make a moat. Mm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, no one could get to you. You just have to wait for the rainy season. Yeah, <laughs> here would be really easy because not everybody knows like what guns I've got and stuff like that. Yeah, I and mean, honestly, I have loaded guns around me a lot. That's so you're say. not doing well. Hunter has a good advantage against like True. to most people in a zombie apocalypse. He's got a lot of different guns and enough to kind of pass around to his. I'm not uh, doing that, but yes, I'm saying like to friends and like people that you're that you need to like help you. The only problem is I'm not a prepper, so I don't store food. Is my problem? Uh, yeah. I'm very very when the mood strikes me, I go get food. Right, right. So I do have a problem that way. I do have chips for like a day. Me and Janet will. will we we get food for like two or three weeks and like Bruh, just survive gonna, off that. I'm gonna tell you right now. As soon as that grid goes down and there's no more internet, yeah, bro, Jonah's gonna have a rough time. <laughs> Jonah's gonna have a rough time. Period. Uh, I think. Although I think once he figures think out every, you could do military sim with it, he might be fine. I think everyone would have to adjust. I think at that point, like not being able to, bro, I'm just gonna shoot. <laughs> But My ideal place would be a camper, something that I could see. That move. that wouldn't be a bad idea, but the problem is you do have to stock up on stuff still, and gas, well, and you also have to be well, able to. Yeah, true. You the problem? Okay, the problem with mobility is you have to also be able to repair the thing. So what happens eventually whenever all the tires start going bad, all the batteries have gone bad, electronics are useless, and stuff like that? You can't really do much with them. True, but see, I feel like. I was I was answering the more short term question. Sorry, I was I was getting no, really yeah. deep into the thought process <laughs> no, of it, yeah. and I do that. Like no. it's like, man, you'd be fucked if you just rely yeah, on like a car. In my, in my mind, I've got like my own little farm yeah. already set in place. I'm just gonna go park my camper See, there. Yeah, yeah seen, if you have a I've compound, go for that. I know how to I know how to survive. You yeah. do See, not. And my, you my question, don't have a katana. My yes, question is, I know, but it would break. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, my Bruh. question was more like like I mean, first week. Enough, yeah, chops. Yeah, you got like a week. Yeah, I'd rather have a like. Shitty. Where do you want to? What's your starting location? Yeah. Do you want to start in like the deep woods, or do you want to start out in the you know in the kind of so city anywhere in your house? anywhere isolated is fantastic right. because honestly, you do have the advantage of being able to stay hidden Correct. and move around without other things interfering with you. And yeah. there's also food built in. You right. have to know how to do all of that. Right. But you can also make a shelter, too. Because if you get far enough away, then you can make noise. I think the rural areas would definitely be a lot better, too. Because a lot of the time, you have better uh, odds for hunting communities. Better yeah, that's what I'm saying. Reservations. And yeah. on top of that, too, 
you have country people are just more built for country boy can't survive yeah. is the song well says. on top of that i mean like it would take more time as well like using mm-hmm. haskell as a reference point the closest city is like 10 miles then the next one is 16 miles the next one is 30 miles so there's a lot of different dis- distances between populations so number one you wouldn't have to deal with as many bodies to fucking shoot at and number two you wouldn't have to deal with as many raiders right I think I'm gonna go start out in the smallest town I can think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go to, I mean, too go small. To, you don't get anything though. Go uh, to Spade. <laughs> oh God, dude! <laughs> just set up in the old school. Yeah. But the problem with that is also fortifying because, like, really, the only the government buildings, like a post office, would be fantastic. Yeah. Because there's no real outer windows. The bays can be controlled, and they're usually stone or brick, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. they're unassailable. So go to the post office in Spring Lake. Yeah, that, I mean that literally. Uh, like government buildings are fantastic for that savings. because they don't they they plan not to be decorative, and they're very yeah, depressing, true. which means they don't let a lot of light in, and they're very solid. Mm-hmm. And also, usually they have fantastic I feel security. Like if a post office would be available, maybe we could take a ban- an abandoned police station, sleep in the jail cells. Bro, you could just take the police station like right <laughs> then it, and there right? because they they like, probably, to be honest, police. Probably, yeah. Firefighters and EMTs are taking the heaviest losses fastest we're because getting, they're responding as a normal emergency. We're getting fucked on, mm-hmm. basically. But yeah. yeah, a police a police station would be fantastic. Also, yeah. prisons. True, like, true. The, the Walking Dead did get some stuff like this very correct. Yep. Yeah, but a police station would be fantastic because it does have a lot of armoring, and if you can keep the electrical going, you can lock stuff from inside the building. Mm-hmm. So you can do. But a lot then of that again. Stuff. Make sure make sure you've got your um, generators and stuff working, right. and put those on the roof, yeah. so no one can get to them. Exactly. So it's your first act. So you know that the zombie apocalypse is happening. You haven't seen or been affected by any of it. You haven't seen like, but you know it's kind of coming. So what's the first thing you do if you started here in your house? I'm going to go get a lot of food. Yeah. And I'm just gonna kind of run away with it. Run away. Just a lot of uh, a run back. Ve- you can get vegetables because you can raise them. Because backyard, you can actually figure it out and mm-hmm. like plant some stuff. Um, but canned goods, water. Run back um, to your house or run. Oh yeah, immediately go to your house. Yeah, because again, this is where all your stuff is. Yeah. So you're going to need this stuff, but go get your prep stuff. Yeah. And probably do it fast. As soon as you hear, they got back up after massive tra- killing trauma. Yeah. I'm going to get some canned goods and a lot of water. Right. No sodas, nothing sugary, nothing that's going to be an addiction. So, James, you would be absolutely Fuck. fucked. <laughs> in, a zombie, in any kind of apocalypse situation, you are fucked. Like, hard. I don't think so as much as you would think. Like, Dude, I you would like have no, suppo- no things that you like. Like, you'd have no nicotine for mm-hmm. a while. Uh, I mean, no I nicotine, understand. no I other that. things like that. that. But at the same time, those are things that I'm not like no caffeine on. Yeah, I know that would suck. No I'm monsters not, like, dependent on them. <laughs> yeah, monster I energy. One, I know one thing you are super dependent on that you could not get. Yeah, I mean, like the way I'd I see it, it is that I'd be rough time. The world's gonna keep spinning, and the sun's gonna shine in the morning anyway. So, like, yeah, I like things as much as I have them, but if things were to stop happening or if I were to stop able to get my things that I like then the world's gonna move on I mean it's probably best not to 
do be doing that anyway. <laughs> if you're, but you're in a zombie zombie you, you do yeah. you do have to plan on stuff like that. Right. Like a lot yeah. of people don't understand. Yeah. What, like for me, I'm diabetic. There's no more insulin. Uh, if I could raid pharmacies and mm-hmm. find insulin, I will kill anything that's in front mm-hmm. of me. True. I will not let that stop me. Yeah. And I'm fine with bartering and stuff like that. But if it comes at a premium, I'm going to shed blood over it. Are you willing to do that? Right. Are you willing to put everything on the line and end someone else? I'm just like for real. (laughs) That's the survivability question. Yeah. So it depends on the situation. It's something you need. They won't give it to you. It's you or them. Something you have to have. Will you pull that trick? Can you actually pull that trick? Nah. I'd choke them out. Give them a chance. Nope. I mean, let, let's just assume it's come down to you have to have it. They won't give it to Their you. Their kneecaps or your kneecaps. Nope. Not you. Do not ever leave someone alive who is who you have wounded. Yeah. You finish that off because you don't want it coming back on you. You ne- like think about how many movies you've sure. seen where that comes back to bite them in the ass. You know what? That is a End great them. metaphor for the immortal snail too. Somebody in a wheelchair. <laughs> After what? you blow their fucking kneecaps out in the zombie apocalypse, they sure, are the they, immortal the, snail. Yes, but you don't leave someone in a state where they can get revenge. Never leave that open. But they would always be the immortal, leave that trail of bodies. That would be a sick hero name, though, in a fucking zombie. No, apocalypse. that's not a good name. The immortal snail is terrible. That would be fucking fantastic, and you know it. All right. No, it's uh, better than calling no. somebody Hot Wheels whenever they're in a wheelchair. <laughs> that would be so much better because then I <laughs> then I can race. Actually. No, okay. I, I know somebody that, that the Immortal Snail would go well in. We're on hour eight. Oh, sweet. Okay, so we get, we still got time on this. Cool. But, I mean... The You're just jealous because of my sick ideas. All right, that's all it is. I have never said that, and mm-hmm. I don't think under torture right. I would ever do it. You're right. You'll never acknowledge it. Cor- there's nothing to acknowledge. You almost said correct. You almost acknowledged correct. it. Correct. There is nothing I will not acknowledge. <laughs> there is nothing I will I not acknowledge. I will say the last thing is correct. But no. Correct, sir. Okay, okay. So, so you're saying after you get your supplies, are you going to go to the hospital? Are you going to wait till? I mean, you're stockpile on uh, insulin. How long will that last you? I mean, it depends on what you're doing. If there's no... If the, well, yeah. It's... It, really goes down to what your diet is yeah. if you're not really eating all that many carbs and you are trying to like i mean everything's going to be scarce yeah Papa John sponsors. really i guess insulin di- doesn't become like, batteries and insulin would be the big one they you would basically be able to fairly well ration it as long as it doesn't like super heat yeah. up and like you know in like the summer and stuff like that like you got a cooler and stuff um so you okay okay regular use regular only- use about nine days a vial is nine days. So you, you could you could ration that. Yeah. Pretty easy. So you'd try to eat like all these foods that, that would minimize Dude, just, the amount of just, insulin you need. Yeah, to very use. much so. Or just like kind of go without it. Like, you know, you know you're going to be very physical the entire time. Uh-huh. So your body is just gonna be burning it. Yeah. So that in that sense, you'll that that'll actually help a little bit. Yes, with mitigate that sort of somewhat. It it it's not a perfect solution, but you just have to. It's surviving. You just do what you do. Mm-hmm. So at, if when you're starting to run low, I guess would you wait till later before you should cut insulin, or would you get it as soon as you could? To, Try like, every time you're looking for that. That's at the top yeah. of your list. Whatever keeps you alive, 
yeah. is what you look at for the top of the list. So mm-hmm. the preserved foods. So you get food first and then go to like the hospital and see if you can. Pick. Oh, always pharmacies, stuff like that. Grocery yeah. stores, just see what's left and just see if someone didn't get it. Yeah. And even old insulin would work as long as your body, as long as it, as long as your body uses it. Yeah. I guess. What is and it? it'd have to be the one you've used is another thing. It's yeah. specific, specificity is a motherfucker. How hard would it be to like learn to synthesize your own? You insulin? couldn't. You couldn't? Absolutely impossible. Nope. So how do people insul- like make insulin? I guess I don't. It's my, a factory. It's a factory. Yeah. 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 There's no generic. It's one place that does it. Okay. One Once company. they stop making it, it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And that's part of the reason why insulin is so expensive too. Because yeah. it's a fucking patent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't make a generic from it. They won't allow it. Yep. But the U.S. Sh- government helps with that. But surely, if in, a, nope. in, the, in the midst of a zombie apocalypse, nope. someone mm-hmm. in the world would know how to make insulin. Nope. Not without an Not entire without chemical process. They have specific like And then how would it even get to you? And, yeah. And there's a specific way that you have to make it too. Wow. Yeah. So you diabetics would be, let's see, diabetic, cancer, What's another one? Cancer's already almost fucked anyway, but like well, no, 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 no. Like you'd be fucked. Um, yeah. uh, glasses. If your glasses got fucked, you'd mm-hmm. be fucked. Um, anything that you that basically you need something to help you, like exist. Basically, you would just it'd be gone. Like it would literally be strong as strong, strong as right. Yeah, strong See, works. I feel like I, Survival I'd probably be able to find contacts. Yeah, because you yeah, just have it, like you know, basic astigmatism. Well, because you you can probably remember your your prescription, but they're made to order. I mean, contacts are made to order. I don't know. Some places keep them in stock pretty. But if know, yours is outside, big. if outside of like a, if there is a standard yeah. one, like yeah. mine is a wildly bad one, right? So yeah, contacts for me are a bitch. If if you so if you didn't have any glasses, how fucked would you think you would be? 100%. It depends on how blind you are. So, like, like I'm me, talking about you people. If I don't like have my contacts, if I don't have my contacts, this microphone is as clear as I see. Okay, so you'd be pretty. If you fucked. get far, if you get this, it's blurred. So, yeah. you, so you're yeah. saying you'd be pretty. Fucked. I'd be goddamn fucking. There's no the way ass. I'd Basically be able useless. to see down the, you know, down my iron sides or anything. Yeah. like Yeah. Now you'd be you'd be gone. I would I would have to squint almost completely, like closed. Yeah. Too, I wouldn't to be anywhere near. too bad. My glasses are more to help keep my eyes like in line yeah. rather than vision. Like they still help my vision a little bit, but no, nah, I used to have, I had a few eye surgeries whenever I was younger to prevent me from being like cross-eyed and shit. Yeah. Guess I'm lucky in that I don't. Oh my God. Just a cross-eyed person. Give me your stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> look me in the eyes. Which which one do I look at? <laughs> you know the answer to that. How how, <laughs> how hard would you have to bluff in every situation? Or just sunglasses? <laughs> no, pull a slash. Wear sunglasses. Uh, He's cross-eyed. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's just like if you just had, wear Oakleys the entire time. So you would have your gun and you'd be like hoping you're pointing in the right direction. Someone would be like, well, I mean, at that point, you would know what you're doing, but like they would be totally fuzzed. But you're like. But you're like trying to intimidate someone. You're not oh, like sunglasses. going for a kill in this situation. You're kind of trying to seem like you're a problem. So you'd have like how hard like you'd be like a little bit off. <laughs> and they'd be like, I don't think he can see me very clearly. They think you're the blind gun, <laughs> yeah. but instead you're just cross-eyed. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> no. Like, Give me your insulin. 
You're not even pointing the gun at me. <laughs> Dude, you're facing away from us. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> that's a tree. <laughs> Dude, that's a very flesh colored tree. Imagine somebody running into a pharmacy to rob them, but instead they're wearing a Quest 2 headset. Hell yes. <laughs> Give me Hell your insulin. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, it's, what? Uh, That'd be pretty but, spooky. But again, <laughs> like using vehicles, it it would become so terrible for people to have vehicles because you stuff modern vehicles would be impossible to work on. Right. It also depends on how the uh, the grid right. goes down. Like EMPs would yeah. fuck everyone. Yeah. No. Vehicles just simply would not work unless it, anything pre eighty five. Right. No, pre-87. Without a without a computer, it would work. Yeah, pre-87 stuff, like older stuff that has carburetors and stuff mm-hmm. like that that you can tune by hand, which, I mean, most people don't even know what to do with them. Nope. Uh, that would be would what you you'd me? need. Or bicycles. Most Actually, people. a great <laughs> thing to have. Nice. Because you can find most of that shit anywhere, and anyone can work on a bike. Absolutely. Anyone. What do you mean by anybody? I prefer the term Caucasian American. <laughs> European American, thank you. <laughs> I don't even know... I don't even know how to address that. You, you actually you, locked you. You, you, you vapor locked you, my brain you, on that you, one. You, you, you know the kidney. the amount of information that was wrong throughout that sentence <laughs> vapor locked me. Good shit. So pretty spooky. <laughs> Hunter, would you? Would Spit you? Take. In, a, in the midst of a zombie apocalypse, would you be like the lone wolf, or would you find some like? Or would you have some like get all your friends together? Or what would you? I would try and help as many people as possible, but operations wise, you kind of want as few people as possible because I can control what noise I make to a point. Yeah, I can't control how much noise you make, right? At all, he right? Would, he would be the guy to act like he's the lone wolf, but instead he's a pack of lone wolves. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, I can plan for me better like a pack than of I can plan for y'all. Yeah. So like, and also remember. A lone operator is just, I mean, it's easier. Right. The less I mean, amount of stuff you have to worry about, the simpler existence goes. Right. But then you have to have people around you to kind of mitigate your weaknesses and whatnot. Yeah, I always Why? never recommend traveling alone. Like if something bad happens alone. to you, then you kind of need some assistance and some just things, like the right? idea of hiking. Yeah, if something happens and you're by yourself, you're kind of fucked. Don't do anything above your level. That's true. But that the problem with that, that takes care of that, but that does that does note the weakness above everybody's level. Yeah. Yes, but if I'm also like isolating myself and going away from everything, and not engaging, don't anything, leave me behind. I'm scared. No, you can you can do your own stuff. Scared? <laughs> what about you? Are you going lone wolf, or you you have a group of friends that you? I mean, I would I would have a I would try and establish a base of operations where everybody can be. But so far as me doing stuff, unless I need more people to help me bring the thing back. Yeah, going and looking on my own is so much easier. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, I've got a, I've got a few key people I would have, you know, within my compound. But if I've got to go, you know, if there's errands to run to maintain the compound, say I've got to go get food or go get do that medicine. Yeah, definitely doing it. By I myself. would say if you were doing that, I would say like two people, like minimum. Like that, and that would be fine. Someone to watch your six, right? Right, exactly. I feel like you, I would never go on a mission all by myself if I couldn't help it. Like, I would try to make sure that there's at least someone else there to kind of, yeah, obviously watch your six or you know, kind of, but you need to know they're at your level. Right. I don't think any of my friend group shoots as well as I do, right? Is it all about shooting them? 
uh, defense, yeah. self-defense. Yeah, I don't think any of you are prepared for that level. Okay. Do, how many knives do you have? None. How many guns do you have? None. How many bags do you have to carry stuff? I've been shooting before. I've been hunting before, though. Like, yeah, but do you shoot tactically and know what to do? Can you quickly get your sights? I'm not saying I'm the one. <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying, what if it is just you and me? Yeah. Are you at my level or are you making it to where I have to worry about you? You've never and that it. fucks it up. Well, then don't worry about me. I will leave you to die. <laughs> I'll do that then. I will leave you for the coyotes, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but that's also why, also to go and like, but like you got, but if you're in a situation him. like that, wouldn't you like try to help, like train your friends in that? <laughs> like, yeah, what, but no, he's talking about just like right now, raw going out. Right. I mean, I mean, but we're talking like over the course of several days or weeks and whatnot. Yeah, you would ideally, you would have time. I would to, have to have full confidence and yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it is in the operation you know, with them. And the proper logic that somebody would need. Because don't forget, like, worry will also, like, if if I have to think about other stuff than what we're doing, like, the, the thing I'm trying to accomplish, yeah, that can get you killed super fast. It's, right. like, it's like being absent-minded at work, like your mind wandering. Mm-hmm. That can get you hurt. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm talking like, so if you need to go out and get supplies, obviously you've lasted... A little bit of time on your own rations yeah. or whatever. So in that time frame, you're kind of planning your next mission or mm-hmm. whatever. But okay. <laughs> looking at titties. <laughs> Fuck you! I need that for the apocalypse. <laughs> How dare you? Now without a battery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. And also, phones would be completely useless. Mm-hmm. Yep. Walkie talkies would be what you'd want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oh God. man, that would be. Is that, would that be the first thing? Rings. The first thing you get rid of is your phones, like. Hunter just stocks up on Playboy it, magazines. It makes noise. It goes off at inopportune times. It dies, and you have to worry about it, like breaking. Yeah. You don't need it. Go get some walkie-talkies from Best Buy. Just jack them. I wonder what kind of MacGyver shit you can make with your phone. Like oh, something you, that, someone could. I am not one yeah. of those people. Yeah, me neither, but then that's what you want the other that one of those people with you. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> into the field with me because that's a lot of soldering. Yep. I'm not saying they're going to your field. I'm saying they're part of your group of people that you... That's fine. Have. And they can stay at the compound and out of my way, out of my worry. Okay. I only need to worry about getting there, getting the thing, and getting back alive. Right. And anyone going with me needs to be part of that. You can't be a hindrance. As soon as you're a hindrance, that's how you die. Yeah. I'm or loose, or loose I mean, stuff. I think I think he knows that, but he's not talking about like the person going out on missions with you directly. But yeah, no, there's probably a bunch of cool shit that you can jerry rig with phones or different technology things to use while you're out on missions. Right, right. Which is fine, but again, like fucking uh, earpiece and throat mic on your walkie-talkie would be the best thing because then you don't you actually don't have to talk all you want you me to throw go, my mic? Like you can actually t- like with a throat mic, it actually goes off it direct contact. And you don't, you can talk, hey, what are you doing? No one's fucking hearing that. I'd just be like, what? <laughs> yes, you're because you're deaf, but it also has an earpiece. You, mm-hmm. I wouldn't take out. No, you, you would never could. leave. Uh, I would definitely. never let you go outside. That's adorable. You are a house dog. That's adorable. <laughs> you are getting <laughs> so many costumes. But he's the kind of guy that can get in the small places. We don't need those small places that bad <laughs> at all. Man, yeah, right? No, you with your ADHD can monitor the radio. Like we're going, help, 
Help. I, I think they fucked up. <laughs> Guys, I think yeah. they fucked up. We too. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. Somebody should go sure. out there. Hmm. Hmm? I said somebody should go out there. Damn yeah. right. Guys, I don't know what's going on out there, but it sounds real fucked up. Okay. It sounds real fucked up. So we're not talking about like going out in the field or doing any of that, but like like what what, what kind of person do you think would be like the ultimate kind of like to like cover your weaknesses, like for you, like what 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 do you think? Who do you think you would need to pair up with to like make sure like that out of us? Yeah, sure. Or or just, or just like what kind of skills do you like think that you would want that you don't have personally? Probably someone who's not ADHD. Okay, because I would hyper focus. Okay, okay. Like especially if there's something I'm thinking about and I don't write down. Right. Like someone someone who can double check plans and do stuff like that. Yeah. It's like as like thinking also probably someone who can like you like knows more about what technology we would need, like harvestable right. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking like someone that has a is a pretty good grasp on like engineering kind of something, like mm-hmm. can work well with like cars and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah, for yeah. me I think that Definitely would probably be something like, like that. That would probably be a big weakness of mine is like I I mean I if, I mean I've worked with cars and on cars and stuff sometimes, but like, I think if, as long as like, if what I, I wouldn't, you need off like, of I, stuff I don't, like, like if something goes wrong with a car, I'm not the type of person who just knows immediately like what's wrong with it. And um, what to like, look at if you're talking about as a core group, a real farmer who knows how to make biodiesel, biodiesel. would be super helpful because you're basically making fuel out of just the trap, like, organic trash right and you can run vehicles off it mm. or generators and therefore you don't have to worry about going and getting fuel from a dwindling supply because you already have it right and you can make it from just like corn that'd be and good. stuff like that anybody else have any any like james what do you think you would need what would be your kind of thing that you think would be the i would say more along the lines of like uh, kind of knowledge that you don't have that you kind of would like to have farming a par- like farming agriculture yeah someone to like make like like grow plants and whatnot yeah i think that'd be one of the hard compound farm kind of thing Mm -hmm. probably also someone who knows um like stuff in nature yeah like what's (laughs) edible what isn't what we can bring back what we can grow how to grow it you can find books for that too so i know but someone who would just instinctively has researched that where they can do it by eye and then you don't have to pull something out and be looking right it saves a lot of time when someone already just has that experience and knowledge for sure Mm -hmm. garrett do you have any thoughts on that who who would be your if you were if you're going out looking for stuff who's your who's your balance Mm. or what are you looking for in that balance i think more or less what i would be looking for is somebody that can go deeper into critical thinking than i can Okay. Actually, you That's would a be tough. a good balance for most of us because of the EMT shit. Right. Because if something goes wrong, medical knowledge is key. Right. But see, I'm not good with the little clues. Like, you know, if I were to find a safe, I would never be able to find a code. Even if it was written down on a sticky note somewhere in uh. the same building, I would never find it because I'm just, I've got ADD so bad, I'm not detail oriented. I cannot pay attention to it. See, I don't know anything. if ADHD does that to some people though because like I could definitely do some well, shit my like attention that. span is across the board 24/7 so I can't focus on anything like I can look at a light switch and forget it was there in a different house you know what I'm saying I feel that see I'm hyper detail oriented so whenever I look into a room like I fucking know where shit is yeah cuz I'll probably have to deal with it later no 
I, I literally lose my phone sitting in the couch somehow. <laughs> no, I've like I'm one of those people like I'll think, okay, I had it on my chest, I napped. It fell one way or the other. Which way would it have fallen off my chest? All right. Any more like thoughts or anything or anything you'd like to go into? We're about a minute twenty five here. Or an hour twenty five, sorry. I feel like we could we could. Yeah, we've done a minute twenty five. It didn't even record again. (laughs) That would blow. Now I'm watching. I see the little Yeah, somebody knows. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody didn't turn it on protected. Yeah, actually, it does tell you. I it was it does tell you right no, when you it click does, it. No, it does pop up, but again, I was dealing with Brent. Right. That's why I'm saying like <laughs> it tells you like the moment you press it, it's protected and it's like and it's not recording. <laughs> well, at the time we were trying to start like quickly. So, right. that was just a thing. No, no but, worries. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, but for those listening, so we there was one episode that is lost to the nether forever. It was so Great good, too. We were, t- we were talking about deep water, just all the weird stuff that's down there in videos. It was great, and none of you will ever get to hear it. There was no audio. So great job for that audience. <laughs> yes, guys, I might have fucked up. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so James, you got anything you want to plug? I think I'm good. We got to get the title for the YouTube. Uh, we are still done. trying to figure out the, the, the channel for... What was yeah. going to be Pot of Weed, but apparently there's another YouTube channel that has that same mm-hmm. name, so we're going to think uh, of something fires. else. So uh, so we'll figure that out. But uh, yeah, we'll be doing some Yu-Gi-Oh card pulls and stuff like that, maybe some dueling. So you'll get to see me whip James' ass. Don't worry, we're going to save some yeah. pussy for the rest of y'all. Yeah, you know how it is. <laughs> um, Garrett, do you give yeah. a fuck about giving stuff out? Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate Dude, it. Dude, always. I need yeah. I need more stories because that field story really did give me goosebumps. Dude, I need more of that. I'll try to think of some more that happened. Fuck, there's you have a, there's a handful more. I've got to. I was gonna say, if you have any more field stories, like a quick one, go for it. I don't think I can come up with something off the top of my head, man. Oh, dude, you're good. Uh, dude, come back like in the next couple of weeks and just all right, for sure. Always, I'm like, gonna make a list. Dude, fuck yes, I'll make a list. Um. Wesley, where can they, people find you and stuff? Uh, check me out, Studio Quigley, on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, I guess, if you want to do that. Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Some people make it that. Uh, check out the Poddamn Electric Show, which me and Hunter have been doing, which is a music podcast if mm-hmm. you're more, into way, something like that. Way more loose. Um, we like to talk about music of the week that's that's trending. What and pisses talk me about, off. And talks about, talk about how shitty it all is. And we talk about stuff we like to, so check that out if you're interested. Indeed, and that's all under Studio Quigley. Oh uh, well, yeah, that's Studio Quigley, and then the Poddam. Yeah, Poddam Pod Electric. You can find under Poddam Electric. Hey, so take that out of your mouth. But yeah, Studio Quigley. <laughs> you can search that up on pretty pretty much all the all the social medias. So good. Show. Fair enough. Um, there was something I was going to say on that, and I just can't remember what it was. Oh, also for video editing services, please hit Wesley up. He can do almost any of it. Yeah. Um, Especially, he's got a specialty for explosion effects. So hit him up. Sure. I mean, I can. Sure. <laughs> I he can also that. make some cool logos sometimes. Yeah. Um, check out the logo for Spooky Dukes. That was a collaboration. But anyway, you can find me at, at ShadeTreeChef on both Instagram and uh, OnlyFans. That's all for barbecue and cool recipe stuff. I'm trying to post more. I am super behind still. I just 
sometimes forget to do it. Subscribe to his OnlyFans. Give him a reason. Yeah, go, dude, guys, go look at my juicy meat and how to get <laughs> yeah. there. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> check, Super tantalizing. If you, if you want to check out his meat, go to his OnlyFans. Butchers hate this yeah. guy for one reason. Find yeah. out now. <laughs> Actually, butchers this, hate me. That's kind of a random. Why do you? Why is your name Shade Tree Chef? Um, the term shade tree is someone who's lazy and only works. It's so a shade tree mechanic only works when there's shade. So they'll park something under a tree and only work whenever the shade is like okay. right there. So it's a lazy thing. I just like the term. So shade well, tree chef is just kind of being lazy. Makes me think of uh, a fair weather farmer. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. It's like you only, you only work outside and work on the when farm you, whenever the weather's good. Right. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> it's like easy. Yeah, yeah. They only work when it's easy. Um, I just kind of like the the uh, idea. I just think it's funny and it yeah. sounds cool. Um, and I also do have a logo idea for that eventually. But yeah, you can find me there and at OnlyFans under the same thing. And then uh, at Poddam Electric Show, which is, again, the other podcast. And then this one. I think that's it for me. Okay, cool. I think. All right. Well, thanks know. for listening to the Spooky Dukes. Uh, Indeed. We'll close this out. We will say goodbye and thank you for listening and goodbye. giving us your vibes. So this is goodbye from Hunter. Goodbye from Wesley. <laughs> goodbye from Garrett. Goodbye from James. And Thanks, now guys. we will close the ritual. <laughs> we close it with blowing out the candle. <laughs>